Welcome to our podcast, Say It Authentically with Angela Garrett and Mercy Martinez. Our purpose for this podcast is to share our story, our experiences, and in doing so, explore and open the conversation into what makes us think or feel as if we are like and or different from each other. Let me first introduce you to my co-host, Angela Garrett. She is a training coordinator with a Trevor Project and a leadership coach. Hi, Angela. Hey there. Thank you for having me be a part of this space and looking forward to our conversations. And my name is Marcy Martinez. I'm also an executive leadership and life coach. Well, episode number three. Whoa! We're going to be talking about generational gratitude. And you wonder, what the heck is that? Generational gratitude. Looking back into our generations and how um, we learn gratitude from those storytelling. So this month, we just celebrated Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving for uh, our family, especially the Perez, which is my parents and Angela's grandparents. Abuelos, yeah. Yeah, abuelos. It's very important. It It is the most important day of their life um, because 61 years ago, this Thanksgiving, we arrived to United States of America. And since I was little, um, I was only two years of age. I don't remember wow. the voyage. <laughs> so young. I, yeah, I don't remember the stories that they would tell me as I was growing up, as my parents would uh, get together and share their horrific um, and at the same time, very grateful story about arriving to United States. So here's a, a little bit of the journey, which is the journey was horrific. The seas were tough and rough. They were not calm. The boat uh, at one point lost um, their motor until they could get wow. it back. They did not know if we had landed to, in the United States or even Mexico until the Coast Guard um, rescued them and pulled them into Marathon Key. Hold and behold, they didn't even know there was Thanksgiving in this country because Cuba did not have a Thanksgiving day. And the Coast Guard not only rescued them, but they also opened a restaurant to offer them a full Thanksgiving dinner. And that really impacted my father's and the story since I was a little girl. I don't remember the voyage. I don't remember that day. But I remember my parents constantly talking about how grateful they were that Thanksgiving Day, 61 day, years ago, where not only were they rescued from a horrific journey, they also were handed a Thanksgiving dinner and it felt like an embrace. It felt like they were welcome. Yeah. And getting that, all that turkey and warm food in their belly after such a wild journey there. Yeah. I can imagine that being just impactful to 
show up to a foreign country you've never been after this long journey and here's some turkey some mac and cheese some cranberries and he will always say and then he looked at the coast guard and coast guard said don't worry uh uncle sam will is paying that's all he can hear because of course they'd have no money they Mm -hmm. barely survived this uh journey and um my father always, Abuelo would always say, I barely could eat, but just the act of yeah. being offered um, with such a warmth welcome completely changed his life in the sense that from there on, the gratitude for Thanksgiving, the gratitude of living in this country was paramount for Abuelo and Abuela. Yeah. <clears throat> what a journey. I always think of Thanksgiving like a freedom day. Like it was the day that Abuelos and you, because you were two, you're on, on that journey with them, um, came to America to be free and, and to build a continuous life and family life here in America. So I always view this this day Thanksgiving like a day of freedom and It's a constant reminder every year of my gratitude for their heroic journey here. I can't imagine having a two-year-old with my now husband and going, okay, we need to flee this country. Let's get on a boat and hope we make it. That would, that's scary. That is a really scary feeling. So I, um, I'm always very grateful every, every year for them. Well, and it, and I have to correct. It's not sixty-one years. It's sixty-three. <laughs> sixty-three. Years. I am oh taking goodness. years off my age. <laughs> looking back and realizing it was oh my god, it really felt like sixty-first. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded right. You were close. Good two years. Yeah, you're close. You're close. Right. But it is bringing us to the point of. Um, so many times we're so busy and we en- we enjoy the sharing of our stories through generations and um and then we forget them and um it takes sometimes something that happens in our life a moment of reflection and sometimes they're tragedies but sometimes they're just family gathering just like thanksgiving where so many do gather together and it's those moments that we gathered that we're able to share our stories and celebrate the journey to those stories and through those stories that we start realizing how blessed we are. Oh, yeah. So where does gratitude comes into your awareness if we can reflect back into when do you start realizing that you were grateful for something? Oh, that's a great question. <clears throat> I think for me personally, when when I'm sharing my abuelo's story with, with other people, with friends, with coworkers, um, I'm always, in a sense, honoring them in this day. Uh, specifically, where gratitude shows up for me is like a reminder in their particular journey, it didn't go the way I'm sure they planned, right? They thought they almost landed in Mexico. They lost a motor. The waves were 
not in their favor. And it's a constant reminder that life isn't going to go according to my plan or what I perceive life to be. And just finding a way to be grateful for wherever life takes me, wherever I land in life. Um, and just to, to be grateful for any opportunities or where I am. I have a roof above my head. I can feed myself every day. And just being very grateful for the opportunity just to be alive. Um, and to know that I'm here because of my abuelos. I wouldn't be here if they didn't um, bravely take the journey here to America. So when I share the story, I think of a couple things like I'm very grateful for the life I have today um, and a reminder of the journey that sometimes life likes to throw at us and how we adapt and and um, get ourselves out of a situation that's not best for us or our families and finding a new place to call home. And um, yeah, a lot of gratitude in, in my eyes when I think of this story and every year when we share it and especially when I have the opportunity to be present with my family to be in Miami and to celebrate Thanksgiving um, to eat together to drink our wine to say our blessing um, having those moments are equally important and I equally am very um, I have a lot of gratitude for the opportunity to still speak with my abuelos and to still hear the story from them which I know there are a lot of people out there that unfortunately don't have that opportunity to to hear those stories so a lot of things for me come up um so a little all over the place but a lot of gratitude um for different aspects of their journey and just being able to still make memories with them today i think that's what i'm most gracious about and i have to say that um the storytelling part of my life of who i am is coming from them um when oh, yeah, so well in particular, huh? <laughs> so well, I pass along to the daughter and uh, I think to some granddaughters too. But um, it was funny because uh, as an adult now, looking back, I realize how I treasure storytelling and it's coming from them. Um, they used to work, you know, seven days a week. Uh, well, uh, was working in a drugstore until he got his own drugs, put his own drugstore. And, and so the business, um, was a seven day business mm-hmm. to, to be able to make it. And, um, but they didn't, as soon as, uh, they would stop work uh, on Sunday, they would do something with us, um, as we were growing up to ensure that we still had a family life. So of course I grew up in the business. I grew up uh, living close to the drugstore, always at the drugstore. Everybody Mm -hmm. knew me, but when they got together with friends, I still even have a picture of that. Um, They would always gathered and share stories, the man in one way, the woman in another but they were always, those are the memories I got from our gatherings. There was always a sharing of stories. And that made me passionate believer on the importance of sharing our stories. If um, one can just reflect on that when we gather, how important it is 
to share, to share whatever experience we're having at that moment, whatever we are um, feeling, the emotions, because we affect each other. And when we are sharing stories, we are really growing together. I think this is one of the things that um, maybe we'll be looking at it in the um, future episodes, because truly the sharing of stories, the sharing of stories with gratitude Mm -hmm. is even more impactful. And I have to say, Angela, um, when I reflect in the story, the Pettis story, and we look at, and I look at your father um, and your mom and what brought, how much of a mixture there is in heritage <laughs> and culture in your, yes. in your line, right? Because your mom is a Mexican descent, mm-hmm. but not just a Mexican descent because you, she had a grandfather that was Cherokee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I met him briefly at the wedding. Uh, so um, that is impactful. And I know from her, um, I think you have also some French uh, background there. So I always would laugh about how much we, when we look at our family trees, how much you may find so many different little cult, so many different culture that have blended into who you are today. Yeah, most definitely. It's really interesting how different yet a little similar in both sides of, of my, um, my family tree are, which is the culture and journey of living. So for a lot of people, uh, the searching of their ancestral, uh, and generationally important And if you start finding, if you start doing that kind of quest on where you're looking for um, your great-great-great-grandfathers, and it's a wonderful journey. Um, I don't have as much information as I could because of um, coming from Cuba, Um, not too much records left, and (laughs) I am grateful for my parents that are still 93, 94, and very um, conscious about their journey, and we still can ask questions. So that's why um, we're hopefully getting a little bit of an interview with Abuelo soon, and then we can share his voice um, in one of the episodes. (laughs) One of the episodes. I assure you that if he would speak English fluently, he would oh, he'd love be on here. to join. Them. Oh, <laughs> yes. Knowing Abuelo, definitely a storyteller. And to your point, like it's, it always united the family, you know, um, <clears throat> going to visit Abuelos, you knew you would sit in that front little living room. If you've been to my Abuelos house, we would sit, Abuelos got a seat by the door and he would just tell you all the stories that would pop up in his head. And I, love getting that opportunity just to listen to him um and it was just it's kind of like our our family 
I don't, I don't know what word to use here, like routine. Like every time we go to see abuelos, we know we're going to hear a story, something new from abuelo in the front living room um, or when we're eating. And to your point, definitely see that trait of storytelling throughout our family generation from you. And I've seen it in some of my um, nieces now. So it's always interesting to see that continue within our family. And when we're sharing stories, I think equally in the conversation is making sure your audience and those around you are ready to listen because our stories are so impactful and they come with a lot of um, uniqueness because it's, it's, us sharing our own perspective and experiences and sharing something maybe even very personal to an audience. And just, I think in speaking about sharing stories, also ensuring like our audience is ready to hear the stories that we share or that we're in a group um, to feel safe enough to share stories or experiences. I I do uh, think that when we hear stories, we, um, we're giving an opportunity to reflect on our stories. Most definitely. And, yeah. Right? You and start thinking, Oh yeah, I did something like this. <laughs> then you start thinking in your head, Oh, this is how I want to respond. And then you, <laughs> you, you go right away. Yeah. And then it's just place. Yeah, of, back oh my God. Forth. I remember when I did this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause before we started, we were talking about, I just went to Sedona with my husband and that prompted a story I've never heard from Mercy about how you went with friends and you kind of like joined their their holiday trip. And I was like, oh, I didn't know you went to Sedona. So yeah, and sharing stories and sharing experiences, you also get to learn a lot more about the other person you're speaking with. So, and it stirs gratitude. Yeah. So here's the generational gratitude we were talking about through our generation of sharing our stories, we have been given the opportunity to start being aware of gratitude without knowing that we were being grateful. Yeah. A lot of times we say, oh, what a blessing, right? Mm-hmm. But there is part of that blessing is because you're recognizing with gratitude, the opportunity that was given to you, or the opportunity that is being given to you at that moment as someone is sharing a story and it's making you recall or reflect on your own life journey and our own. And it's wonderful when we do have the opportunity to just listen. Yeah. Listen to the story because um, we sure have a lot in common. And even when we have the differences, we learn from each other, right? Because um, that's how, makes this wonderful mixture of storytelling. So what are you grateful for in this year, 2022? And of course, even more, we wonder what life journey yours or past generations has impacted your awareness of gratitude. Where within your family do you remember some gratitude being passed along in that sharing of that story? We have shared how we did 
how we shared <laughs> our Thanksgiving and Angela has shared some of the tradition of coming to Abuelo's house. And I assure you, Abuelo starts speaking and Abuela starts giving us the eye of, oh my God. Here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> it's a beautiful tradition. So when I uh, we get to the Abuelo's house uh, at 93 and 94, one is anxious to speak and the other is anxious not to hear <laughs> the abuelo speaking because of course they are we are blessed with them still being alive still together still at uh, in their own independent home and so by the time you get to visit them at this stage uh abuelo has only had abuela as the audience and Abuela <laughs> turns him off <laughs> because mm -hmm. it's too much talking. <laughs> so the combination of them is fantastic to observe. Yes, definitely entertaining. <laughs> so gratitude. We are blessed. We are blessed that we're still here. We're blessed that we're in a space and where we are able to share each other's stories. And the more that we are grateful for the opportunity of sharing stories, of pulling in our generational gratitude through our life journey, the more we are open to what it is to come and how we would want to pass our awareness of gratitude to the next generation. Yeah, most definitely. And I'll be interested to hear and see what our audience comes back with, taking a few moments to reflect after listening to this podcast or just a moment this week that you can take for yourself and creating more awareness and really thinking about gratitude in your life. And coming back to our kind of takeaway question, you know, we're just curious what life journey for you or past generations has impacted that awareness of gratitude and how does gratitude show up for you on a daily basis and how can you use gratitude to move forward how can you use gratitude to move forward we know we are being challenged every day we can plan the day <laughs> but life will definitely interrupt on a daily basis. So yeah, tuning into that awareness of gratitude and allowing yourself to be aware to find moments that make you feel grateful, but allowing yourself to move forward and not allowing life to completely impact you. It's going to be life. There's going to be some tough waves. We're going to think we're in Mexico when we're in the Keys. And just giving ourselves a moment to take a breath. Well, I hope you have been able to think about stories that have brought you gratitude within your family. And again, um, even in Thanksgivings where we are not gathered together, the gratefulness, <clears throat> the gratitude that comes from just being able to do whatever you wanted to do that day instead yeah. of what the family did. <laughs> don't don't worry about being sad because you didn't yes. get together with your family. 
I see it as an escapade and where you <laughs> were able to do just exactly what you wanted to do that day and eat exactly what you wanted to eat that day. And guess what? Thanksgiving can be any time that you gather with your family. So it doesn't have to be exactly Thanksgiving Day um, each year. So let's see what happens next. <laughs> 